This is episode 223 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, happy Tuesday. How are you doing? You know, I think that I'm about to make a mistake. I'm going to make a mistake because I'm going to think that you are probably not experiencing what I am. You're, I'm, it's probably just me. Most pastors probably are not experiencing what I am. I'm just, uh, there's just something wrong with me because I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I feel like I got a lot going on and I've maybe overcommitted myself and I'm, I'm a little bit tired, haven't gotten enough sleep because I've had too many commitments, uh, but it's just probably me. I'm probably the only one, right? Now that, that would be a mistake. That would be a mistake. I, I'm just saying it out loud, but I'm sure that there are a lot of you who are feeling overwhelmed and who are overcommitted. And it's all good stuff. And you say, what do I let go of? And you know what? I don't really have an answer for you. Because in the day and age we live in, it's easy to get involved and overcommit to a lot of good stuff. And, you know, there are books written about this, and you can find them and read them. There are podcasts that are produced about this, and you can find them and listen to them and figure out how you can prioritize your life. You don't cut out what doesn't matter the most and, you know, blah, 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 all of that. But here's what I want to tell you. For me, for me, the most important thing is not a thing. The most important reality of my life, they're people. They're people. Because, you know, I have a lot of things to do, like recording this podcast. I'm recording this podcast, but it's not something I'm doing. It's people that I'm talking to because I'm talking to you, Pastor. I'm talking to you. And I, I may not know your name. I may not know what you look like. But I know that you're sitting listening to your phone and you probably have earbuds in your ear or you're listening to it over your car stereo. and. I know that you deal with the weekly grind and the weekly demands and the weekly expectations of ministry. I know that you have so many of the same fears that I have, insecurities, doubts. Uh, you don't think that you stack up to other pastors. You think that maybe you don't have what it takes to make it happen at your church. You have all these fears and these uh, anxieties and insecurities, and you know what? I know you. So when I'm recording this podcast, that's even about people because it's about you. You're listening right now. You are, right? And so it's about you. It's not just a, a microphone and a voice recorder, but I'm talking to a pastor who is in the thick of it, in the mix, in the grit and grizzle of ministry, right? And I want to tell you for me, when I'm busy, when I'm overcommitted, I try to focus on people because people investment, people ministry, serving people, that'll never disappoint. And that will never be a bad investment. And that's never going to get old. Doing stuff, going places, speaking to a crowd somewhere, maybe performing functions and duties, all these things, they're all neither here nor there. But People are what's most important. I, I was reminded of that Sunday morning when I saw this teenage girl, and she's new in our church. 
I don't know her name. And I was walking next to her through the coffee shop and I just started talking to her and I found out that she moved here from another state. I kind of knew that because I thought I knew which family she was from and I guessed right. And I said, how long have you been here? She said, about six months and they moved from a different part of the country. And so I asked her, I said, you know, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? We, we've never really talked. I said, when I was your age, I moved. I moved out of the town that I lived in, and I moved to another town, lived in another house, left all my friends. I know what that's like. How's it going for you? And she told me. She told me, yeah. She goes, it's it's difficult, but it's getting better. I told her that after I had left, it would have been about two weeks. We were in our new house in a new town. And I told her, one Saturday morning, I was laying on my back in the living room. I was staring at the ceiling. And music was playing. Now, I didn't tell her this, but I could tell you. You might remember. Back in 1975, the song was Sky High by a British band called Jigsaw. You've blown it all sky high. That song was playing while I laid on my back and stared at the ceiling and held my chest because my chest physically ached with homesickness. I wanted to go back to my hometown, and I couldn't go. I couldn't get there. I couldn't drive. My parents weren't going to take me. They were busy. They worked. And I was stuck in this house that wasn't my home at the time. And I just laid there and stared at the ceiling. Now, in time, it became my home. I adopted it, right? I, I got comfortable there, but but I wasn't. And I, so I shared with her that I was really homesick, and it was hard for me when we left. And she said, yeah, I, I've been through some of that, but I'm. it's, it's getting better. It's getting better. And we just talked a little bit, and I I said to her, you know what? You're a teenager. I said, you got it all ahead of you. It's all ahead of you. It's so exciting to be where you're at in life. You've got friends to make and friendships to form. You've got adventures to experience. You've got education to go through and things to learn and and, uh, training to get prepared for life. You got it all in front of you. you. You've got the world in front of you, and it's pretty exciting. And we talked, and uh, very cool kid. It was it was very fun to talk to her. And and then I talked to an older lady who was in her nineties, and she's on the way out. She doesn't have it all in front of her. She's got it all behind her. And we talked about some of that. And you know, she knew I was the pastor, and she knows me, but I don't think she would have known my name. I don't think she'd remember it at this point. But these people are important. They're so important. Talk to another guy who's who's probably aging out of his ministry, and I know it's bothering him. I hope he's able to make the transition, and we're trying to help him with that. And another guy who's busy with his job. And I, you know, I could go on and on and you could go on and on, but, but pastor, I just want to remind you that when we're busy and when we're overwhelmed and we've got a lot of things on our plate, and if we're going to rearrange and if we're going to prioritize, let's put people first. And when we get in proximity of people, let's just slow down and interact with them and talk with them and care for them. Because you know what? We may not be their favorite person over the next 10 or 20 years, but ministry, is it only happens today because it's always today. Don't worry about your legacy. Just minister to people today. 
because today is when they're in front of you, and today is when they need you. And if you cross paths with them, stop and smell the roses, right? Reach out and touch their shoulder and say hello. Get, get to know them. Care about what they care about. Pray about what they care about. I guess, Pastor, I just want to remind you, we got into this business, right? We picked, we picked this gig because we cared about people. Yeah, we love the Word of God. We love the Lord. That's so important. But ultimately, Jesus says, I'll know that you love me by whether or not you love each other. And so as we love people, Jesus said, you're loving me. Whatever you do to the least of these, you're doing it to me. I think of that oftentimes too, whether I'm looking in the eyes of, a, of an infant, of a toddler, of a teenager, of a harried young mom, of a nervous dad who's got teenagers that he's going to have to send off to college, or an older person, sometimes a vacant stare. I say to myself, I'm looking into the eyes of Jesus. He said that. Jesus said that, that when we receive one of these little children, we not only receive them, but we receive Jesus. And we don't only receive Jesus, but we receive him who sent Jesus. So when we welcome a little child, we're welcoming the Father and the Son. It's so, it's filled with wonder. It's filled with amazement. When we think about the opportunities God has given us to minister to people, and let's not, in our prioritization, let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. I don't want to forget that. Yeah, I've got things to do and projects to finish and all that, and they're going to be there tomorrow. They're going to be there the next hour. I'll, I'll get to them. But these people are crossing my path today. They may not cross my path tomorrow. I mean, they just literally may not. But I have this opportunity today. And as John Maxwell once said, today matters. Today matters. And I always say it today matters because it's always today. So, Pastor, today, minister to somebody. Today, look somebody in the eye. Today, take somebody by the shoulder, look them in the eye, and speak words of affirmation into their life. Today. Today. Pastor, I hope today is a great day for you. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Coaching for Pastors podcast.